Purchase new wiper blades from O'Reilly Auto Parts today and we'll install them for free. See better and drive safer with O'Reilly Auto Parts. Oh, 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 O'Reilly Auto Parts. Brother O, are you there? Yes, I'm here, guys. All right. I'm going to try to fix this feedback. Hold on. All right, good. We're uh, working on that feedback. I got my man, uh, Words of Willie out there. I believe that's my man, William Washington, in the building. Uh, we're going to get started in a moment, brother. Okay. Let me unmute this brother so we can uh, at least speak to the brother. Uh, is this my man, Will Washington? Hey, good brother. How y'all doing? All right, my brother. Yeah, yeah. Okay. Uh, yeah, I, I can hear you. 
got some interference in the back. But yeah, I'm doing I'm doing good, man. You know, we, we, we the family's staying strong. Um, you know, this thing on this thing here in New York is I mean, it's, it's deadly, man. It's no joke. Yeah, I've been seeing the videos and the pictures and and the news and everything. Yeah, yeah man. The, the funny part about it is the guys, the people walking around with the masks, those are the ones getting sick. The cats you see out here walking around with no masks, just doing like every day, they living. <laughs> it's funny. <laughs> yeah. It's funny. Yeah. We don't know what to expect, what to do, but um, the numbers are starting to go down in New York. They're starting to plateau. But, uh, that's, that's a good thing. Right. All right, so y'all be starting in a few minutes, right? Yeah, yeah, we'll be starting in a few minutes. All right, I'm cool. I'll put myself on, on mute and uh, enjoy this. You know, I, I, I would like if I could do that little short dedication for my brother. If that's possible. Whenever, whenever I can call Yeah, It's short. You can do anything you want to do tonight, bro. <laughs> Thank you, sir. Thank you so much. I don't know the rules on um, talk to you. That's why I asked. You know, I don't know how y'all do it. No, it's all good. We control everything. So no, you're not unmuted oh. unless, unless we unmute you. You know what I'm saying? Right. We'll let you know that we come into you because what we do is Great. we, you know, normally call people in the order in which they call. So if you want to go first, you know, after the host, you can go first. No, 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 no. I, no, no, no. I go by the rules. Whenever you get to me, I'm here. I'm going to listen to the whole show. You know? Okay. All right. No problem. Okay. All right. Brother, oh, we're going live in 60 seconds. All right, testing, 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 one, two, ladies and gentlemen, brothers and sisters, this is your brother, King of Poetry, Black Ice, and we are live on Voices Behind the Pans 2020, and we're also celebrating our 10-year anniversary, man. We started this radio station, Poet Radio, the four-time award-winning POET radio. We started this station, man, in 2010. Here it is, 10 years later. We're still on air. We're still going strong. we got 11 shows airing on our station now. Sundays, we have uh, Underground Power Hour, and uh, Monday, we have Voices Behind the Pins. Tuesday, we have the Bible Show Truth Hour. Wednesday, we have Brother to Brother. That's men's night. Wednesday night is men's night. We got Brother to Brother and A Man's View. Thursday, that's our relationship talk night. We got uh, Real Talk, and we got Battle of the Sexes. And then Saturday, we have uh, uh, a domestic abuse and bullying show called Let's Talk About It. We have Scary Karaoke with Dub C's. We have 
What's the Real Deal Israel Youth Radio Show, and we also have Reboot Your Faith. So it goes down on Poet Radio like six days a week, man. It goes down on POET Radio. You can get your talk. You can get your motivation. You can get your inspiration. You can get your poetry. You can get your short stories. You can get your readings. You can get it all here on POET Radio. Let me bring on my host, man. Let me bring on the Living Miracle the professor of poetry, the wonderful, amazing Brother O. Brother O, what's going on? I just, uh, just living one day at a time, man. That's, uh, that's, uh, that's taking all the precautions in this, in this, uh, this coronavirus pandemic. It's, uh, there is no joke. It's just, mm-hmm. <laughs> I'm just, I'm just praying that, uh, that, that the curve flattens and we can finally find a vaccine for this thing, and people start practicing social distancing and uh, hygiene, washing their hands and things, so this, this plague won't, won't, won't spread like it has. Right. Right. So, you know, I mean, just tell me what your spirit is like right now, because you have underlying health problems. You know, you've had, what, three or four open heart surgeries or, or, or surgeries dealing with your heart and some other things going on with you. I, um, go ahead, my brother. I, I had three open heart surgeries, and uh, last year I dealt with three um, serious, serious illnesses. Uh-huh. And I'm one of those in one of those high risk categories, uh, say you deal with right. the heart heart thing. So what I've done is just stay stay home. Stay stay uh-huh. in the comfort of the home and uh not going out unless I really <coughs> excuse me. That's I really have to. Right, right. So I've been uh, so I've been uh so I've been doing that and my down and all this time I've been writing a lot a lot of new material to including the uh, coronavirus poem which is gonna be part of a book that Bill Pierce is putting together called Coronavirus Social Distancing. So uh-huh. I submitted my poem for that book recently. And that book should be out should be out the day to date. I'll let the people know when. Right. Absolutely. So, look, man, I appreciate that. You know, I appreciate you. You know, again, we always talk about your story that you that you have to tell, um, you know, and it's just wonderful. Let's get our sister Purple uh, on the line. Uh, let's see if we can get Purple on the line. Let's see which one is Purple. Okay, Sister Purple. Okay, let's see. Sister Purple. Can you hear me? Yes, yes, we can hear you loud and clear. Say what's up to the people, man. Shout out to people. Let the people know what you got going on. And then after that, then we can go ahead and kick off the show with the whole speed round and then go right to the call at 773-981. We see you. We, you and you are live on air with Voices Behind the Pins here on the full-time award-winning POET radio. Man, Voices Behind the Twins, tw- Pins 2020, y'all, our 10-year anniversary tonight. Purple, talk to the people, man. Let them know what you got going on or, or, or what's going on in your world. Man, what's going on, everybody? Thank you guys for tuning in to the award-winning Voice 
behind the pen. Uh, Sims with an S, excuse me. Uh, man, I'm really, I'm honestly, I'm just resting. Uh, I'm not feeling too good. Body hurting, uh, head hurting. I'm just chilling out. I'm here. I'm live. Uh, chilling out on the scene. Just basically, just resting with you guys. Every, any other time, y'all know I'd be upbeat, alert. Hey, what's going on? But I'm kind of feel like my body can be shutting down. So I'm here. I'm just going to say hey to everybody. I really don't have anything going on lately because everything's been shut down. It's like every time you try to do something, you might well not even try to plan nothing until what? After April 30th, I think it's going to extend to the summertime, honestly. So once they say everything is in the clear, then I guess that's when I'll be, uh, you know, having something going on. But i just like to thank everybody that nominated me for the Folk, National Folk Award Awards show. I want to say thank you, thank you, thank you. And uh, I will be doing my nomination soon, but I just want to say thank you guys for nominating me. That's really, really cool. Uh, how your peers think of you. So, yeah, happy 10 year anniversary, poet. That's what I'm talking about. That's right, that's right. We celebrate the whole year, man. We're kicking it off now. We are celebrating the whole year. So, let's do this, man, because we got callers on the line. And um, I'm asking you guys that are out there that are already called in, I'm asking you guys call somebody on a three way, get them on the line with you. Uh, we'll call Romeo Donati, call JNK, Joseph Nathaniel King. Get them brothers on a three-way line, man, so we can have this uh, a night of inspiration and motivation and all that good stuff. So let's go ahead and kick off the whole speed round. Uh, Brother O, you kick us off. Then uh, Purple, you come right in, and then I'm going to come right in after you. Uh, ladies and gentlemen, again, welcome to the 2020 Voices Behind the Pins, 10-year anniversary. Brother O, let's go. Uh, yeah, brothers and sisters. All these deaths coronavirus has caused me to think about my own mortality, reflected by life since I've been in the quarantine at home for a month. I vividly remember staring down death directly in the face three times last year and nearly had an encounter with the undertaker during my second hospitalization in the summer of 2019 when I suffered many strokes. That experience caused me to contemplate whether today was my last day. My dear brothers and sisters, death is a very touchy subject that most people don't discuss openly. A very touchy subject that people are afraid of experiencing. A very touchy subject that is very painful and anguishing. A very touchy subject that is extremely difficult, difficult to cope with. And a very touchy subject that causes various degrees of depression. Tonight, as I sit in my room and write this poem, as I pause and reflect over my life, as I think about how much I made an impact in this world, as I look back on my how my life has unfolded, as I think about my own mortality, I have to ask myself the serious question: Well, today. Now, what would I do if today was my last day? My dear brothers and sisters, if today was my last day here on earth, or call on my relatives and tell them how much I love them, or put aside all my differences and issues, reconcile and repair those relationships that were damaged, and let go of those who I choose to distance myself from, I would tell all my friends, I would tell all my friends how much I appreciate and love them. 
and tell them how much they have made a difference in my life. I would like to tell all my loyal supporters out there a huge thank you for their loyal support of my spoken word ministry and how much I enjoyed reciting my poetry over the radio and in person over the last 10 years. I would apologize to those people who are hurt by what I said or did. Apologize to the real women who had genuinely loved me for who I was unconditionally. Apologize for not returning that true love. Apologize to every dirty word I ever spoken. Apologize to every display of anger and apologize to every one of my foolish actions. I will reflect on my legacy and how I managed to create and how my impact will be felt for generations to come. Reflect on the thousands of lives that I've touched my spoken word ministry. Reflect on the numerous times that I've gotten great feedback and got standing ovations and reflect back on my accomplishments and achievements. I went there with regrets. I went there with guilt trips. I went there with bitterness, anger, guilt, or animosity in my heart. I went I wouldn't use my flaws and shortcomings as excuses. I wouldn't have self-pity nor make excuses. And I wouldn't live in fear. That's that peace. Thank God for my poetry, my therapy. Do these spoken words, I don't speak any broken words or adverbs. But if I said something foul you heard, then God, please silence my words. Because I know that each week when I speak, my words are unique. So before you critique me, know that Miss Hall has ran into many brick walls. And I pick myself up before I fall. And I paid my dues and I put many miles on these shoes. And if I had to decide between something and poetry, I wouldn't want to choose because I refuse to lose my gift because I didn't use it the right way. And I'm a true believer of if you don't, God will snatch it away. So I would like to thank the poets that came before me and the ones today, the mama friends of the last poets who all embraced me with their presence. But see, time is of the essence. And if I miss you and my thank yous, I want to thank you for making me a better child, from a better child to a better teenager, from a better teenager to a better person, from a better person to a better poet. So see, if there's no you, then there's no me. And thank God for my fortune. In peace. Here is my COVID-19 piece. Again, here is my COVID-19 piece. I call this my Corona Perspective. Regarding this subject right here, I have a whole lot to say. The government already canceled March and April, and they're thinking about canceling May. Everything is on slow-mo. All this during an election year, no more news coverage for Bernie or Joe. Ain't nobody talking about no election no more. Trump card. I've never seen a sitting president predict that in the following week, there's going to be a whole lot of deaths. It all feels like chemical warfare to me. Somebody went into a lab, created something, and it went left. Same script, different movie. This is just another remake. Just like the movie Contagion, 28 days later, quarantine and outbreak. See, every 2,000 years, it's the same behavior. This happened during the birth of Moses and Jesus. Maybe they see something in the stars. Maybe it's time for a savior. And what started off in Wuhan, China, has now spread it throughout the whole world, moving the line of scrimmage. 
And when it was first reported in China, it was an epidemic. 28 days later, it became a pandemic. And if it did start in the Wuhan food, things like bats, they could have prevented that by reading Leviticus 11.19. See, y'all, God got a dietary law for that. But check facts. There's a reason why blacks don't trust the news coming from these people. These same people sent smallpox and blankets to Native Americans, and at Tuskegee, they injected 100 black men with syphilis, pure evil, but we see you. Today, the enemy ain't using guns. They using chemistry. Not to mention that in Chicago, over 70% of COVID-19 fatalities look just like me. And you telling me that with all this smart technology and 5G, y'all couldn't stop the economy from falling to its knees? Seems like we're not so smart after all. Maybe we can learn something from some of these third world countries. And see, they ain't got no chemicals in their air or no lead in their waters, no hormone injected foods. Maybe it's time for us to pray towards the Father. What is this really all about? Why is it that the president, the governor, and the mayor of my city, Chicago, Lori Lightfoot, telling me to stay in the house? And I think we better listen. Because you don't know what they spraying in the air. Hell, have you ever heard of chemtrails? Look it up. What are you doing outside that you don't want me to see? And if we found out years from now this turned out to be some type of conspiracy, I wouldn't be surprised. We used to the government telling us lies. Event 201, pandemic exercise. And are you really looking for a cure? <laughs> Y'all must think we crazy. Why is it that every herbalist that comes up with a cure end up dead? Rest in peace, Dr. Sabi. My condolences to all the families, but I want you to understand that there's a remedy. The Lord said, if my people which are called by my name shall humble themselves and pray, seek my face and turn from their wicked ways, then will I hear from heaven and forgive their sin and heal their land. It still feels like a nightmare to me. What happened to the American dream? Exposure, infection, 14 days quarantine. This has been my perspective for the coronavirus and COVID-19. That's that piece. Ladies and gentlemen, you are tuned in live to the four-time award-winning POET Radio, Voices Behind the Pins 2020. We are celebrating our 10-year anniversary. We are getting it in. Host, man, y'all killed it on that, man. Brother O, Purple, y'all killing it tonight, man. You just killed it. I like that piece. That piece is about the same, man. Yeah, that was okay. Let me tell y'all, I'm I'm always writing. (laughs) You know what I'm saying? Uh, Y'all might not hear me recite some of these pieces when y'all see me performing live because I really only think you need only about four to five pieces um, that you can do on the live stage. But that don't mean that, you know, outside of those poems, I don't write, man. I write... You know, when something impacts my spirit like that, I got to put my pen to paper. But look, we got a line full of callers here tonight. We got a whole line full of callers. Uh, let's see where we want to go. Let's go to, uh, and Will, I see you on the line. My man William Washington from New York, I want you all to stay on because I want him to tell us what the real deal is going down to New York State. They have the highest fatalities in the United States as far as not only testing positive but fatalities. For, but fatalities. So he'll be our special guest tonight, my man William Washington, who came to Chicago and featured live at Well Spoken Live for the 
five-year anniversary, um, and, and our brothers and sisters in Chicago got to see him. But we want to bring him on in a minute. But first, let's go to 708-969. 708-969, you are live on the air. Welcome to Voices Behind the Pins here on POE Radio. What's up? State, your name. State your name and where you're uh, calling from. This is A Spark calling from Chicago Ridge. A Spark. A Spark calling from Chicago Ridge. And what's the dopest yeah. organization? What's the dopest organization in the world that you would be representing, my brother? <laughs> Noble Knights family. Noble Knights and poet. Yeah, yeah, poet. P O E T poet and Noble Knights yeah. is in the building. Yeah. My brother, talk yeah. to us, man. First, before you get into your piece, tell us what you're feeling about all this drama that's going on in the world, a time that we've never seen before since there's been time and since there's been trouble. Tell me what's going on, man, from your perspective. You know what, man? I, I understand it's a lot of negative out there, but for me, I like to focus on the positive. And what I see is a lot of people stepping up and helping their brother and their sister and helping their neighbor. And these are things that I see and I try to focus on because there's a whole lot of negativity out there. And one of the things that we try to do is focus on the positive so people can realize that there is a lot of people out there trying to do good. And I see a lot of that going on in my community. I see a lot of it going on with other organizations like Poet. And I see you you yourself, Black, doing a lot of amazing things and, and other people. So um, that's how I feel about, about that. I, I'm, I'm kind of glad the world kind of got a minute to take a deep breath and let Earth heal a little bit. I, I trust my God. Um, I have strong faith, so I believe if if this happens, then then there's a positive some way that that uh, can benefit God's mission, and I believe in that. So, um, so that's where my head is at with with all this. I'm kind of glad the world gets to take a deep breath, and uh, maybe that's what our earth needed. Okay, man. You know, and I'm feeling that. I was listening to Steve Harvey earlier today, and he was like, he didn't want to say it, but I felt him. Because I feel the same way. I said, man, if there's any blessing in this for me personally, it's mm-hmm. the fact that God got to sit me down where I'm mm-hmm. not running as much as I used to run. Yes. I've, I've been getting some rest and relaxation. I've been studying yes. the, the word a little bit more and reflecting on life and everything like that. So if any blessing come out of this is that I get to stay at home on a Saturday and not be somewhere performing <laughs> for a minute and spending time with the queen. So, uh, yeah. So, you, you know, I feel you on that because I'm always running. I was still running a little bit. They, 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 my people are like, hey, That's sit that. down, man. You need to sit down. So trust me, I feel well, you. Let, well, let me say before this guy get into his piece for those who are listening and watching, um, a lot of the high school basketball games and sports games that go on in the Chicagoland area, this brother right here is the voice behind it. He's the one doing the play-by-play. He's the one doing the announcements. And so this brother has a strong and powerful voice. I'm happy for this brother to be by my side in the poet movement, poet organization. So with that being said, let's go ahead here. Well, we heard my man Aaron. All right. So let's hear A Spark. All right. This is a piece I did. Um, It's about my my battle with mental illness. And it's a very personal piece. I've only performed it once live. So um, I don't think anybody here has heard it. It's called My Story, um, and I haven't read it in a long time, so be with me here. I sat in the front seat of my best friend's car, he who would be my salvation, my savior. The home from his tiny Toyota Tercel approaching light speeds of 1.21 defibrillating light sustaining gigawatts. I sat there unmoving, numb, exhausted, abdicating from anything that might offer me life. The images outside blurring into a collage of colorless, Form, blinding, blending, bleeding into a pale pulp, 
uh, pallid pulse of monochromatic shape of the constant repulsive and mobilizing self-loathing hate and disappointment I had for myself. Unrealistic goals plus unrealistic pressure applied equals realistic failure. Unrealistic goals plus unrealistic pressure applied equals realistic failure. I sat in the front seat of my best friend's car. He would be my salvation, my angel. Was he sent from heaven or was he sent from hell? Through the desperate disjoint of you I had of myself, I honestly couldn't tell. My body shivered, coughing increased, the poison working its way up my veins. I prayed for quick release. My heart now hemorrhaging life the way my soul had been for years. Kind, well-intended words from his mouth in my weekend, dripping almost trance-like state. His words seemed to be floating down a hallway in a raspy kind of way. Hold on, hold on, I heard him say. But his words were barely visible, uh, barely audible above the internal storm that wrecked and ravaged my soul with one singular defining theme. You are not worthy, and you must die. You are a failure, and you must die. You are a burden, and you must die. E equals MC squared. E equals MC squared, Einstein's law of relativity. Erasing all doubt that time travel is indeed possible. Irrational thoughts, my brain, a ball and chain, of twisted knots and subplots to plots, my ego taking shot after shot. When will all this effing pain ever stop? To travel back in time, my twisted mind was trying to find somehow to live up to the expectations of what? The next Einstein? See, this is what I do. I put all my pressure on me and never you. It doesn't matter what you do. You can lie, cheat, steal, or take my car with your car jack, and I will still find a way to play the sick, twisted game and bring the blame back. Depression is clever. It slowly takes away your forever. It makes you focus on the never. It makes you think things will never, ever get better. A jail cell made a fat cell, stepped on the scale, watched my weight swell. Hide behind the fat grams, ice cream, baked ham, midnight snacks, and late eating food cramps. You think I give a damn? About who the F you think I am? I'm just running from a broken heart, but I was broken from the start. I'm lost like a broken blind man trying to make his way in the dark. Fake clown face with smiles and laughter. What are you after? You sense the danger, but you're afraid of the answer. A jail cell met a fat cell, but the joke is on you. See, I knew what you would do. Concentrate on the man, on the, on the man breast on my man chest and, t- and not take the time to really see through. Fat grams like a noose around my neck. I have no regrets. I want to bet. Even in the aftermath, all I think about is death. New hospital. I don't know where I am. Shocked, scared, unfamiliar faces, unknown places, incoherent voices. I'm frightened. Once again, I'm three years old and I want my mommy. Yes, I said it. I want my mommy. Two tall men dressed in all white escort me into a room. All pride stripped away. Naked, shaking, cold. They count all the tattoos and scars on my body that I made. Inside, heavy door slam shut. Boom! Click, click, click. The, the locked tumblers fall into place. Half naked, terrified, the color slowly drains from my face. Looking around like a nervous cat, this is the last place I ever thought I'd end up at. No way to call my best friend or my big brother Josh. Can't reach my mom. Anyone else? It's just me. Me in the rage, alone with my demons, alone in this cage. Taking my hand, the nurse opens the door to my room. She says, look. You're hungry, son. Dinner's at five and lunch is at noon. And this being your first day here, it's your it's yours to rest and adjust. But after that, your participation is not a choice, oh man. It's a must. 
I examined my room, plain, no pictures hung from the door, gray walls, no escape, no escape, locked windows, just a bed and silence. I was finally safe. Nothing could get out and nothing could get in. And then something happened within, deep inside of me, down in the deepest part of, part of my core. Something shifted and the darkness cracked. Overcome with emotion, I got down on my knees. In the gray, sterile floors, I got down on my knees. Dear God, I don't know what you have, what you have planned for me, but I beg you, forgive me, please. I felt the warmth of his love. And I thought about my beautiful daughter and my two amazing boys and all the things I had yet to give. And I realized right then and there I no longer wanted death. No, I wanted to live. Now, my story's my own, and I went through a lot of praying, counseling, and healing to get where I am today. But I'm telling you, if you're deep in the struggle, feeling overwhelmed like you can't breathe, suicide is not the answer. There's a much better way. A friend once told me the world is not a better place without you in it, and so it is with you. Reach out. Go to church. Call the suicide. Call the suicide hotline. And if your phone low on battery or you don't have one, you can use mine. Peace be with you. That's it. Brother O, I'm going to bring you on first. This is good, Ace. How you doing, man? <clears throat> uh, that, was, that, was a, that, was a, that was a powerful poem in the, in the and it spoke to how you uh, how you struggled with depression at one point in your life, and how you were able to overcome that. You know, a lot, of, especially with this uh, pandemic going on, the cases of the, the numbers of depression are uh, going to increase, and some people are not used to being quarantined in the home. And uh, that poem, they are going to touch somebody who is dealing with depression. So thank you for writing that poem and um that 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 piece that piece is gonna help is gonna touch somebody's life. So thank you. I thank you for thank you for sharing that. Thank you. Okay, that's the person. And that was uh that was a that was a piece. Oh man, I haven't heard you in a while, but the last time I heard you, you said something powerful as well. So this is let me know, man, that everything yo, every every ink that your pen bleeds out is nothing but power. Uh, I just wanted to say that piece was, was nice, like kind of like a, 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 a breath of fresh air. I, I need to hear that. So man, God bless you and uh, keep writing, bro. Thank you. All uh, right, that was my man. A Spark calling in to the four-time award-winning POET Radio, Voices Behind the Pins 2020. Let's go ahead and keep this thing going on. Let's go to 818-773-818. State your name, where you're calling from, and what you got for us tonight. 773-818, you're live. Oh, man, it's L1, man, for Underground Power Hour. Just checking in and listening. L1 representing the Underground Power Hour in the building. What's up, my brother? I'm just chilling, man. You know, me doing what I'm doing always on grind time, you know? Just checking y'all out, man. I'm just listening. That's what I'm talking about. Also, tell them who you represent, my brother, the dopest hip-hop organization in the world. Tell them who else you represent. Oh, no. You already know. You already know. Legends of Chicago Hip Hop. We in the building. You know what I'm saying? Gonna stay in the building. You know. 
you know, I'm That's a big fan of the poet. You know, if you ain't never yeah. heard none, none of my pieces before, check out Still Down with the can we, can, we, you know. can we get can we get a little bit, brother, of that I uh, love hip hop? Can we get the first verse of that or something, my brother, tonight? Oh, let me step outside real quick. Yeah, I'll give you a little of that. <laughs> look, look, check this out. Let's, let, let me tell y'all, L1 and I, we are both at work. <laughs> you know what I'm saying? Coming yeah. to you live, both from the Cook County building here. You know, yeah. we, got, we got the patients here, man. We The majority of the hospital now has COVID patients, coronavirus patients here. But we're going to go ahead and let my man get on and get off real quick and do his thing. Uh, I love hip-hop. Uh, which is one of the signature pieces for those who are true hip hop art- artists. When hip hop had a message to it, and uh, and it's not like what you're hearing now, because what you're hearing now is not hip hop; it's just rap. Go ahead, my brother. Um, I'm loving this hip hop, walking in flip flops. I remember the times when I couldn't buy a pop. Now I'm modeling with clothes, chilling in hair shows around the finest women I ever seen thrown a globe, neck and ear cold. 10 degrees below. The way I say froze, you think I was Eskimo, but I don't need to bling. I'm doing my own thing because life is too serious for me to die for a ring. I wish some of y'all to take the cotton out the ears because it's crying much. I've been all out of tears. Malt liquor should be all out of beers. The way I've been pouring out drink through the years, I reminisce the good and bad because hip hop is all I ever had. I never mistreated it, used it, or abused it. I love the culture. That's why I understand the music. I love hip hop. You dig? That's what I'm talking about. That's my man L1. I'm going to go ahead and let Purple come offline, man, and just go ahead and comment on that. Your underground power, our sister, Purple. Talk to him. L1, what's going on, man? I think you are the dopest person, not just artist, but the strongest person in the whole wide world. I swear to God, man. <laughs> I appreciate that. I appreciate that, Nina Purple. You know I love you to death. I appreciate that. Amen, man, yeah. man. It's always good to hear you. Look, as soon as I heard you call in to say your name, I started smiling like, they're going to want underground power out of the yeah, yeah, yeah. You, you already know. Yeah, I think yeah, you already know. <laughs> you already know. I yeah, think I live. one of the people around, man. You already know. Yeah. Well, look, y'all, check this out. We got a, we got a lot. Well, check this out, y'all. We got a lot of callers on the line. L1, please hang on the line because I want you to hear my man, William Washington, man. And uh, he, like I said, he's in New York. He lives in New York. So he's going to tell us the real deal. And plus, he's a powerful spoken word artist and poet also as well. So we're going to go ahead and continue in uh, purple because we have so many callers. But I do, I'll navigate back and forth. I'll let you respond to one. And then the next one, I'll let Brother O respond to one. And then we'll do it like that to, to cut some of that time. So let's go ahead and go to the next caller. We got, uh, let me see. We got, I was just about to go to them and they dropped off too. Let's go to... 412-980-412-980-80. You live on Voices Behind the Pen. State your name and where you're calling from. My name is Savannah. I'm calling from Pittsburgh. Savannah, calling from Pittsburgh. One of my team truth, our sisters in the building. Uh, how you doing, sis? I'm all right. I'm all right. I'm doing okay. No. That's good. That's good. <laughs> okay, so you're on the East Coast. How has the COVID-19 hit where you are? Um, the COVID-19, well, I work at a hospital. Um, 
but I don't work in the ER. So the COVID-19 has affected us, but not as heavy as it affected other hospitals and other parts of the building, um, or in our building, I should say. But it affects us, like, as far as, like, the patients. A lot of the patients now are, like, telephone visits and video visits. So um, we're seeing, we're definitely seeing an impact on the COVID-19 in our patients. But I don't really see the patients directly, so I don't know. I got you, got you. Well, look, tell the people a little bit about, like, um, your your art, you know what I'm saying, as far as your writing is concerned. Uh, how long you've been writing and what actually do you write? Uh, do you write poetry? Do you write short stories? Do you write, you know, just so tell the people a little bit about how long have you been writing? I've been writing um, a little over five years, and I write a little bit of everything. Whatever pretty much inspires me, that's what I write. Um, whatever um, – it could be a short story. It could be a long story. It could be a poem. Um, it just depends. I was writing for the company that I used to work for. I was um, in the newsletter, so I was writing, like, articles about my employee, about my coworkers. Um, so it just, really, it just really depends on what I'm feeling at the moment, personally. Um, All right. So I guess the question is, what are you feeling tonight? What will you be sharing with us tonight? Uh, this is a piece that I wrote back in 2012. Uh, it was before I came into the truth and the understanding of the Most High God. Um, I felt like he was always talking to me, and he allowed me to write expressing what he was trying to tell me. Um, and it's called Two Worlds. Okay. And it goes like, as I lift my head in these hard times, I close my eyes, praying to the Lord he can hear my cries. We're running out of time. Dear Lord, the war is getting overwhelming. The fight for our souls is in overdrive. The devil's influence is getting stronger and stronger mentally. As we fight with the positive and negative that affects us daily, we fight to keep control, making everything we love so confusing. The only person who truly loves us is you. I lift my head in these hard times. I close my eyes, praying the Lord can hear my cries. We're running out of time. We're stuck between two worlds. We're walking through hell on earth. Knowing that heaven is on the other side, the battle for my soul keeps my faith strong in you. Some may choose love over lies and vice versa, selling their souls, working for his time, killing people that love and keep faith in only you. I can see your signs. My faith and love remain strong for only you. Only you know where our hearts lie as the two worlds constantly collide. I lift my head in these hard times. I close my eyes, praying the Lord can hear my cries. We're running out of time. And that's the end of that. All right, Brother O, talk to us, man. David says, how you doing? I'm okay. I'm, uh, I'm, I'm good. Uh, this one said that poem was, uh, was awesome. And uh, that, that poem is it, especially in a time like this where it seems like, seems like people are losing hope. And uh, that, that poem was like, a, was like you know, your prayer for hope. And uh, I could really attest to that. Because we need hope in this world now. And uh, we yes, thank you, Shannon, and call, call again. Thank you, I sure will. All right, and again, sis, why don't you also tell them uh, what goes down on Tuesdays. For those who are on the line tonight, uh, you can also um, be with us on Tuesday. So I'll turn it over to you so you can let the people who are on the line know what goes down on Tuesday evenings. Oh, every Tuesday you can tune into the, the Truth Hour, where it's hosted by Brother Ice and the Brother Messenger, 
and they bring the word of God. And we just we cover different topic topics, um, ranging all of, all about the word of God. Um, anything you want to hear, any any if you want to get um, just motivated on your faith, just tune into the lesson, and you're going to hear what's going on. I think this Tuesday we're talking about the lost books because among Israel, there's a lot that people think has been removed from the Bible. So Brother Ice and Messenger are going to cover that um, on Tuesday. So, yeah, just tune in. You can hear the word of God, the uncut word of God. Absolutely. And thank you so much for that, sis. Um, Man, you get everything on Poet Radio, man. You get talk. You get inspiration. You get motivation. You get spirituality. You get the word of God. You get poetry. You get some of everything. That's our sister Savannah calling in. Uh, We're almost on tap to bring in uh, Brother Will. We just want you guys to definitely hold on. Um, The show is going very smoothly. Let's go ahead, go to uh, 318, and then Big Mike is on too, 318-373, State your name and where you're calling from. Oh, yeah, this is uh, Paul Cram, the poet. I'm calling from Alexandria, Louisiana. Louisiana is in the building. You guys have had a spike also for COVID-19 cases and fatalities. Tell us a little bit about what's going on in your state with um, the COVID-19, my brother. Well, right now with the, the COVID-19 situation out here, it's, uh, everything is like a ghost town. Um, my grandmother actually just passed today. Um <clears throat> And wow. what's, what's scary about everything that's going on? Thank you, brother. What, what's scary about everything that's going on right now I hear is that we're a lot of us are afraid to go to the hospital. Like it's a lot of us are scared to go because it's like when you go and they say you're okay, then you come home. Now you're sick. Right. Everybody else in your house is sick, and it's. it's I don't know. It's just different. You know, my my fiance, she's been coughing and she's been scared and she's. And she's gonna go to the hospital or not? And so we just been praying and just you know, just letting God do what He do. But it's just this is something that and this has been talked about all over the book. Like He's gonna bring pestilence, so people time to wake up. Absolutely. Okay, my brother, what you got for us tonight? What you want to share with us tonight? Oh, it's my first time on the on, on the show. Uh, I, I didn't know what he said, but I have I have a piece. And actually, I, I want to say something real quick, Brother Ice, if that's okay. I have been a fan of yours for so long. And um, you actually uh, motivated me to get busy the way I am with my poetry. So without you even knowing, I just want to tell you thank you from the bottom of my heart, man. Um, this is I've been a fan of yours since, like, 2012. All praise to God, man. I appreciate you, man. Yeah, so we got to definitely connect, man. Inbox me, and I'll, and I'll make sure you got my number so we can stay connected. No doubt, no doubt. Thank you. So, All right. Uh, the piece I have is called I Admit It. I Admit It. I have a hard time expressing the emotions that reside inside of me. The forced confidence I allow you to see is really only a mask to prevent your knowledge of the tears that are forming in my eyes. You see, I usually hide my pain pretty well. But there are days. There are days when I feel like the struggle to do 
fight that I am no longer willing to fight. Sometimes I feel like the burden of life is really too heavy, but the weight is constantly growing, creating pressure on my brain that sends negative messages to my heart, telling me daily that I should just give up, and I admit it, that option does put a rare, real smile on my face. Because on those days, when I feel like the struggle to defeat my depression is a fight that I am no longer willing to fight, I'm completely convinced that my existence has been nothing but a hindrance to all those who have come in contact with me. I admit it, I, I hate it here. I hate that I have to lie to my mother when she asks if I'm okay. I quickly tell her that I am fine, but I only get away with that lie over a text message or an inbox because I refuse to look her in her eyes, you know, because my mother knows when I'm lying. If she looks me in my eyes, she will then know that there is a war raging inside of me between good and evil, and I promise you, I'm not even sure which side depression is on. I have to protect her from that. I admit it. I have a habit of bottling up my pain, refusing to share it until it's constantly shook and explodes on all those around me, leaving stains of hurt on their lives. Do you have any idea how hard it is to wash pain out of the heart of the lives in somebody else's chest, I admit it. Sometimes I just want to end it all. But on those days, when I feel like the struggle to defeat my depression is a fight that I am no longer willing to fight, I reach for the only therapy that I know. I grab my pen and I ink my emotion between two blue lines on college rule paper. The dam of confidence is removed, and the tears that I'm afraid to show begin to flow, smearing the lines on my paper, but I keep writing. I write until the tears stop. I write until the pain eases. I write until I feel like I can make it one more day. You see, I admit it. I have a hard time expressing the emotions that reside inside of me. I usually hide. Did we lose the brother? Uh, can you guys still hear me? I'm sorry, but say it again. Yeah. Okay, well, I, I think you. we lost you. Right, okay, cool. Were you done? I'm sorry, brother. Oh, I, I, I just ended it. <laughs> oh, okay, all right, good. Let's go ahead and go to Purple um, for feedback on that piece. Purple? Okay, let's go ahead and go to purple. All right, brother. Oh, go ahead, my brother. Give us some feedback on that piece. My bad, my bad, my bad. I'm here. I had muted myself. Um, uh-huh. that piece was 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 really powerful. Uh, question, brother. Is that like a testimonial piece? Yes, ma'am. That's, I can um, see. It was. I wrote this piece. I wrote this piece about a month ago, and I was actually sitting down. Oh man. I was actually sitting out at my table and I had my pistol and I had my pen and they would just sit on the table and I was just sitting there crying and I had to reach for one. And thank God I grabbed my pen. Wow. Wow. Ooh, let me we tell you I, something. We think let I had you grab the pen. Let me tell you something. You amazing black man, you. 
I am so glad you picked up that pen, sweetheart, because your pen bleeds nothing but brightness. You are a, a, a true beacon of hope, strength. So don't you ever feel like you got to pick up a, a gun or put a gun on the table because you are nothing but greatness. And I, I, I speak life over you and I speak life over your situation and whatever it is, I pray to God just turns around for you, brother. So I love you. At the end of the day, you my brother. And uh love you. Okay. Thank you so much. Uh, my bad, y'all. Uh, it's a little emotional today. Yeah. It's a hard one. No, it's You're okay, welcome. brother. And, 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 again, I, 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 and again, I condolences too, you know. Uh, we know you lost your grand today. Just for you to be able to come on the show and bless us with your testimony, we definitely appreciate that, brother. Yep, Thank keep telling you. your story. Because not only are you going to heal you, but you're going to heal others too. Keep telling your story. Because there's a lot of people that pick up guns and try to commit suicide every day, man. You know what I mean? So keep telling your story of how you overcame it, my brother. And I, like I said, I just speak life over you. God bless you. Glad you're still here. God bless you. All right. Mm-hmm. All right. And, give, and give the people your name one more time, my brother. Okay. All right. So let's go ahead and go to the next caller. Uh, I'm just going to bring on Big Mike real quick for this brother to give um, those who are listening some words of encouragement, those who are, you know, dealing with this and, and, and you know, got the fear, the spirit of fear going on. Big Mike, you're live. You're on the line. Welcome to Voices Behind the Pins 2020. Celebrate 19 year anniversary on the four-time award-winning POET radio. Talk to the people, my brother. Hey, what's up, Tim? Uh, what's going on, Big Mike? What's good, Big Mike? <clears throat> hey, brother, oh, my man, Lena Perkins. That was good, brother. How you feeling? Hey, man, maintain it, baby, maintain it. Uh, just coming back to you, man. Really, uh, situation because have no control over That's right. And yeah. God is, God is, the maker, that's what I'm always thinking, the maker you got. Not to the point where I know the scriptures, you know, real deep or whatever, maybe, but I'm going on my action and my experience of life. As far as I'm always thinking of because when I thought in my life, couldn't, things couldn't get no worse. But the COVID 19 came out and it just knocked everybody's wigs back because you don't have no control. I have situations. Now, I'm always thinking of maple for because I had no control And that's my illness that I, I deal with. I talk about things a lot. You know, sometimes I repeat the same thing about 30, 40, 50 million times. But at the same time, it helped me get through what I was going through. But the main thing that helped me get through was all, like I said, my own personal struggle. I had no control, but I gave it to the maker. And once I gave it to the maker, it humbled me and helped me get through it. But my, you know, human part of it, 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 me, it kept me going back and forth, back and forth, back and forth. But now the whole world sees that you have no control over this coronavirus. you got to give it to the maker. And that's why it's important. And I feel sorry for the younger, the younger people. 
you know what I'm saying, that hadn't lived. But when anybody like that, I'm 58. Anybody in there, from all the way from the high age of 30, all the way up to, you know, whatever age or high age that you're living right now, if you haven't went out there and did anything for his life to make yourself feel good, just showing you, you're supposed to really celebrate the part of life throughout your journey. And I was just telling my cousin today, my oldest cousin, Angel, and I, you know, she's older than me. I said, you know what? If God take me, he take me now. I just want to thank him for the fabulous life that he allowed me to have. All the way up to 2005, I was born in 62. 2005, when I went into heart failure. And he helped me maintain through that, which was a whole different feeling because I had no control over what had happened when it comes to illness. Now the whole world is under illness. You have no control. The only thing going to humble you, you get down, you sit down, and you read that Bible, it would give you some type of humbleness to let, to let you know and understand what's going on. Learning how God feels and thinks has helped me through my life. And I just love the fact that he has been there for me. And still, all of us living right now, we're covered. We're not affected yet or whatever. We're covered by him. He's helping us. You just got to get the understanding of what's going on in the world when it's been going way before, even in the cowboy days. I even tell black, I said, man, let me tell you something, man. Moses went out and got them Ten Commandments, right? And um, the Ten Commandments, I believe all of them have been broken. I know they've been broken. Because look at the years of the cowboy days. That's the first thing they did was kill. And mm-hmm. I just feel like the Bible is, is a straight dictionary of what's going on right now. And I just right. want all y'all just to humble yourself. Humble yourself. Try not to panic. Follow protocol. Do the best thing you can. And thank him every second that you live And I think it'll, it'll calm down the world. Knowledge is power. Give it back to um, you guys, man, with this topic tonight. Here's the topic. And I hope people open their minds up. Open up. You have to be open. Oh, before you get off the air, man, you got to tell them the dopest organization in the world, man. Tell them what you repping, brother. All right. People of extraordinary talent, my man, in the building. That's Big Mike, the enforcer, calling in from Chicago. Gave a powerful word, man. Gave a powerful testimony. I bet you that most of y'all that called into this show tonight didn't think that you was going to get what you're getting right now on the show tonight. We've been waiting for this moment, man. Let's go ahead and bring on William Washington in the building who's calling in from New York. Uh, my brother, uh, I believe, what, Spanish Harlem? Spanish Harlem, yes, yes. See, brother, I pay attention. I see, brother, I pay attention. <laughs> so listen, man. Yeah, man, you're a good people, dude, man. Thank you. <laughs> I appreciate you, brother. Give people the rundown, man, what's going on in New York right now. Um, hey, man, people are disappearing, man, in the blink of an eye. I know somewhere in the Bible it say that will happen. But, um, you know, and it's just something that we just – we didn't see it coming because we fell for the okey doke when they put out that lie that 
It doesn't affect black people or African Americans. So we partied, we did poetry shows, we did everything, traveled, not knowing that that's exactly who it was going to kill. And um, so we're suffering right now. A lot of our homeless and elderly, the seniors and the homeless people are just just gone. Uh, last Wednesday, I lost my baby brother, Gary Lewis Washington. And, um, you know, it's rough. It's rough, man. You know, uh, you know he had underlying issues, health issues. But, um, you know, he's, he was just that guy that was so dominant in spirit that you, you would think nothing would ever happen to him. People in New York asked me, well, William, don't hold it in. Let it out. And I keep telling them, I said, you know, I, have, I haven't had my cry day, and I don't know if I will cry because I'm just so thankful to God that he gave my brother a second chance. You know, my brother came out of those days in the 80s and 90s when crack was prevalent out here. And in 93, I'll never forget it, the doctor sent him home to die. But that man stopped smoking crack that day. And for the rest of his days, he turned his life around, did amazing things for people. I mean, he made me so proud to call him brother. I mean, it was just remarkable. And to, to the day he died, he got sick because, from the coronavirus, because he wouldn't stay home. He went to the hospital and did volunteer work when he didn't have to do that. But that's wow. what he wanted to do, and that's, that's, if he was going to die, that's how it was going to be, him helping someone. So I haven't wow. had my cry day yet, and I'm just, like I said, I'm just so thankful to God and so proud of my brother and um, just, just praying that all this ends, you know, this, this confusion we have in the air. It's, it's amazing when you can't breathe or touch or hug somebody because you're scared, you're afraid. You know, um, it's crazy. Well, you know, I, I want to say when I reached out to the brother, uh, about an hour and a half ago, and I said, brother, I need you to call in, share some of your energy on the show. The first thing he told me, he said, Ice, you know, he said, uh, man, I, I lost, you know, I lost a family member. And he's like, brother, I really don't feel like calling in right now. You know, I said, well, brother, I said, well, i tell you what, just call in and get some inspiration. Just listen. You ain't got to do nothing. Just listen. And then I received another message back there. He said, brother, I'm going to call in and I'm going to share Brother, I'm so glad that you did call in. People needed to hear what you just said because there are people on the line that's dealing with um, things and issues too and losses like the brother who was just on before you who lost his yeah, grandmother. My condolences. Today. My condolences. Yes, yeah. And uh, from the, on behalf of the Poet family, the Team Truth Hour family, uh, Voices Behind the Pins family, my condolences and our condolences to you too, my brother. Yeah. What you got for us tonight? I lost bro? you for a second. Okay. All right. Thank you. There you go. I had lost you for a second. Uh, I just want to yeah. share this uh, short, very short dedication piece I did for my brother, and it was the hardest thing I ever had to write. Uh, please allow me. Yes. Has anybody here? Has anybody here seen so-and-so? They were here just a moment ago. Faster than you can text, call, chat, live chat, FaceTime, Marco Polo, Zoom. So many are desensitized while they hand sanitized to notice the disappearance of so many so-and-sos. Outside, we're afraid to go. The government's manufactured lab-tested coronavirus has us imprisoned in our own homes, still searching for so-and-so, 
hundreds of thousands going to hospitals, while tens of thousands sowing souls never come out alive. We have all our loved ones gone. We have all the flowers gone. They're in graveyards everywhere. Desensitized while we hand sanitize. To us, the dead are Mia Jane and John Doe's. That is, until that so-and-so is someone that you know. Has anybody here seen my baby brother, Gary Lewis Washington? He was here just a moment ago. Can you tell me where he's gone? Rest in peace, baby brother. Ashe. Brother. Wow. <clears throat> that was that was a powerful piece, Mr. Washington, and uh oh. just wanna just wanna say that we're praying for you and your family. I tell you, yeah. I tell you, Thank this you. uh this virus this virus is nothing like we've never seen, brother, but I know I know I know God can and heal can uh God can eradicate this thing, man. This two shall pass. Yes. Yeah. Two shall pass, yeah. you know. Wow. Yeah, bro. Awesome, man. It, anytime I hear Mr. Washington, it just it just I always gets something out of your out of your poem, out of your poetry, hey. brother. It just touches me hey. in, in in ways that it just it just bro, like, wow. Stop, brother. Oh, brother. Oh, stop. Listen, let me just say this. I have to thank you, Black Eyes, Word Warrior, the whole Chicago family. Because when I went out there, they made me feel like home. I didn't want to leave. I was crying because I had to leave that Monday. I mean, you guys are just yeah. phenomenal, and I'm going to thank you so much for making me feel comfortable. And I, I suffer from anxiety, so I was nervous as a pin all throughout the show, but you guys still look past my faults, whatever hiccups I had. It was like y'all didn't even notice. Y'all, y'all thanked me so much. I mean, y'all just made me feel so loved. And I thank you, man. I thank all of you. Thank you so much, brother. And again, you know, uh, we keep <laughs> we keep in contact with each other indirectly, uh, this brother. And I, I have a, so much respect for you, brother. And uh, I look forward to the day where I can come to your your town, your city, and let you I got you, chaperone man. me around. <laughs> That's right. I got you, man. I got you. I'm even losing weight because I want to look like you in my dashiki. I said, okay, black eyes look good in his dashiki. <laughs> I appreciate you, know? brother. Oh, man, love you, man. Love you guys. Take care. Love you, too. That was my man, William Washington, calling in from Spanish Harlem. We got a lot of callers on the line. We want to let you know that we do see you, 773-759-215-548. Joseph Nathaniel King, we see you, 773-981-513-300. Let's go ahead and go to 219, Indiana. 219-315, you're in the building. 219-315, you're on the line. State your name and where you're calling from. This is Word Warrior calling from the south side of Chicago. What's good, family? Oh, how convenient. My brother word. comes on right, right after <laughs> William Washington. He comes on right after him. How convenient. <laughs> My condolences up, brother? Um, to Brother William Washington and losing his brother. 
How y'all feeling this afternoon, evening, family? Good man, work. I Good, tell, brother. I tell people, man, I've never had a better day than today in my life. That's what's up. That's, what's up. That's right. That's right. What you got for us tonight, brother? <clears throat> so I'm going to do this piece, and it's called Life. Okay. Life. Living in full excellence. Life came from dirt. But life will make your head hurt. See, the dirt came from God. Question, family. Do we sometimes make life so hard? I'll wait. Life will make you happy and leave. You scared? We don't know the order of life. It's Adam and Eve, not Adam and Todd. We ain't going to play today. Oh, let me warn y'all now. It's about to get ill. But we are going to laugh, think, and keep it real. Now, I said we all know the order of life is Adam and Eve and not Adam and Steve, but Obama and society want you to believe that same-sex marriage matters. Some people get served life on dirty dishes, while others receive it on a silver platter. Since the sky is not the limit, are you still claiming your success life matter? Big boy blue, I notice I'm physically slimming down, but my pocket's getting fatter. Yeah, life a trip. It's nothing like a person speaking life into you after you slip. Are you really living your best life? Ladies, every king deserves a virtuous wife. My girl Jill Scott said she's living like life like it's golden. The poet word warrior, I'm living my life like I'm chosen. I bring love to life in this poetry game. I don't care if it's a million dollars or a hundred. My energy remains the same. Life is like the roller coaster ride. Some days is down and other days is up. Preparation and opportunity is the definition of luck. People get stuck in life. No matter what they call it, a maze, you could like that bad habit or let it be a plane. Life loves the liver and giver of it. When life gets challenging, don't quit. Don't sit on your ideas, dreams, and goals. I salute Mr. Derrick because once again, the boy rose. He chose a different route. What life handed him through injury, he didn't pout. He didn't whine, but he did grind. Your life demands your best grind. The universe deserves your best shine. We don't find life, we create it. We don't find life, we make it. So, ladies, please know what word warrior, don't make love, I make life, because what I bring to the table will help make you a better woman, mother, and wife. Turn down for what? We're going to live this life. But you better know I'm an artist at Poet. My whole team of Floet. We cold. Don't slip on us, Black Ice. Watch the legacy unfold. Much love, life, and respect to my sister, Elian, the spoken word artist. She's among the top five nationally for female poet who's on the hardest. She's not the queen goddess warrior, but she is a goddess sister of balance. She can be ratchet and modest. What you know about life? Or better yet, what do life know about you? Life should, should know that no matter the situation, you will make it do what it do. Life will change a well-known hoe into somebody's boo. Now, we all asking, 
who would have knew life would transition a nigger to having people of melanin go to war with the pigs in blue. Life should know that you are a natural-born winner. And when you're living in abundance, it's okay to be a lender and spender. The millionaire lifestyle keeps the hustle on blender because it's mixed up. He asked, what was I drinking? I said, it's overflow in my cup. God said, what do I do for one I can do for you? Well, you can catch me in that Lamborghini Urus to living life the right way. And when I want to touch the clouds of life, I schedule me a jet day. In life, there's no replay. It's the realest sport of all. That's why every person was born to fall. Batter up. Life is ready to pitch you the best. One way to get out of life, staying stuck in your own mess. People, enter your life for a reason, season, or lifetime. Life will show you their reason, season, or if they lying. Baby, we make love. I want you to feel my life in your spine. She know I'm one of a kind. So she rewind my foreplay skills in her mind a lot. She asked me, was I coming to life that eve or not? Judge giving out life sentences to brothers for stock, or you getting 30 so their children can finish Ivy League college nonstop. Your life is on the clock. I'm not taking no NFL, but if you never fulfill life, there will be your story they will tell. So much life to give, so much world to see. Life just told me to tell you, please go be the best you can be. Travel on a yacht in the sea. Experience the sun under a palm tree. Go wherever and don't worry about the fee. Wake up proudly saying, I enjoy being me. Life. Life. There's so much more I can say about life. In peace, I'm done. Powerful piece. We're going to go ahead and go to Purple. Purple, give us your thoughts. Most of all, what's going on, my brother? Hey, hey, now. That's all I can say. You're going with your bad stuff. You better go ahead on and talk about life. I love it. I love it. I love Thank it. You. I love it. That piece was on. Yeah. Yeah. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Love. Absolutely, absolutely. Before you leave, my brother, tell them who you rapping, brother, on the line tonight. P O E T, poet, and my team will blow it. <laughs> my brother's rapping poet. People of extraordinary talent. Yeah, you know we celebrate now. Poet, poet, poet radio celebrating ten years, and wow. poet is celebrating 30 years because, remember, we were established in 1990. This is 2020. So Poet is celebrating 30 years, 30 years of doing this, my brothers and sisters. So, again, for those who just tuned in, we tuned in to the four-time National Award-winning POET Radio. At this time, y'all, we got to do some speed rounds because we got to get some folks on this line, and I'm on my lunch break also as well. So we're going to bring on five people at one time, y'all. So make sure you know your order because you're going to go in the order in which I unmute you and bring you on, all right? So we're going to knock out five people at one time. Hold on. Let me get to the line. So we have a 392 number. Call us, state your name. Yeah, this is the message. What's going on? Messenger is in the building, my brother. You would be number one in the speed round, all right? 
Yes, sir. I'm ready whenever you are. All right. Let's go to number two, two one five five four eight. And can you write that down for me, Purple, please? Um, the name for message is number one. Two one five five one eight. Who's this? This is Kane Spade. What's going on, people? Kane Spade, brother. I haven't heard your voice in such a long time, man. It's so good hearing your voice, man. How you feeling, Kane? I'm good, man. I'm healthy. I'm surviving. Here all y'all. That's what I'm talking about. So listen, you're gonna be number two in the speed round. Let's find out who's gonna be number three in the speed round. Seven seven three. Seven five nine seven seven three seven five nine. Who's this? This is brother Kendall Jennings from out of Chicago. Coming to Yes, sir. Yes, sir. Look, real quick, man. Give everybody out there some words of encouragement. My brother has a uh, radio show on POET Radio on Wednesdays. It's called A Man's View. Um, just talk to the people real quick, man. Give me sixty seconds of some uh, positive enlightenment, encouragement, and inspiration. Well, I live by a quote that I, that I make myself called blessed to be able. And the reason I live by that, I, 32 years ago, I got paralyzed playing high school football. Doctors told me that my life was going, my lifespan was about to be 10 years. So the only thing that I was going to be able to do in life was sleep the rest of my life. So since then, I live by that model, blessed to be able, because I know everything that I'm able to do, I'm blessed to be able to do it because God has granted me this life. He has given me this life. When doctors thought I wouldn't be here anymore. So to me and to everybody else, realize and know that we all are still, still here, that's here with us right now. We all blessed to be able. That's what I that Man, I love it, my brother. That brother also went to Simeon High School with me, and we graduated in the same year, 1990. So we're also celebrating our 30-year anniversary. So let's keep this thing going on. We got the messenger, number one. We got Kane Spade, number two. Call us, state your name, and where you're calling from. J&K, Pennsylvania. J&K, Pennsylvania. You down there, you, or you up there or over there with Sister Savannah. So, man, I love you, brother. Man, we got all the veterans calling in right now. So, Messenger, you're going to be number one. Kane Spades, you're going to be number two. Joseph Nathaniel King, you're going to be number three. Let me see, 513-300, um, 513-300. Who's this caller? I'm sorry, I can barely hear you. Okay, I'm sorry, Romeo. Uh, I heard you say who you are, peace and blessings, King. Uh, I can barely hear you, though. You said, Did you say you were spitting or just listening? Yeah, I see it. Peace and blessings. I'm just here to support William Washington. Got you, got you, got you, my brother. That brother um, is the legendary Romeo Donati calling in from Cincinnati. Uh, let me see. I want to make sure that I got everybody on tonight. Let me see. Seven seven three nine one eight. I believe I got this caller on, but just in case I didn't, let me unmute you. Um, caller, who's this? Seven seven three nine eight one. Seven seven three nine eight one. Who's this? All right. Well, look, we got that speed round going on. Let's start off with the message. Then Kane Spade, then Joseph Nathaniel King. Y'all already know how it goes. 
No breaks, no pauses, no hesitation. When y'all done with the end of y'all piece, let us know by saying in peace or that's that piece that gives the person coming after you the cue that they're supposed to start. Messenger, let's kick this thing off. Let's go. When I spit, my energy goes so hard it can be mistaken for being mean. I spit Christ-like blood verses that eradicate viruses like COVID-19. I bleed faith, so no need for a Band-Aid because my whole body is covered by blood. My words are so blessed that viruses run for cover like animals headed for Noah's Ark during the flood. I could care less about how things look according to the media or how it may seem. Hebrews 11 and 1 tells us that faith is the substance of things hoped for and the evidence of things not seen. I have a Christ-like mind, so I think supernatural thoughts. This peace that I have that surpasses all understanding came with a price. It had to be bought. When Jesus died and laid down his life, giving up the ghost, I am an heir and a joint heir with Christ, so I'm proud to boast. So when I spit, I spit line upon line, because God has not given up the spirit of fear, but of love and of power and of a sound mind. When I spit, I don't give off a disease, but when I spit, I spit a verse that hopefully calls a sinner to drop the his or her knees, pray and accept Jesus Christ to be their personal Lord and Savior so they may inherit eternal life. When I spit, my voice sounds like thunder, or some may say dynamite. When I spit, I refuse to lay down, but rather stand and fight. When I spit, my words give life to a dead state of mind. When I spit, my words open the eyes of the blind. When I spit, I spit rhymes that will last to the end of time. When I spit, I spit words of confidence, knowing that according to Isaiah 54:17, no weapon formed against me shall prosper, which means not even COVID-19 can stop this young man, now a minister who grew up in the streets of Cabrini Green, because I have already placed the blood of the lamb across the side and top post of my door. The Lord said in Exodus 12 and 13 that when he sees the blood, he will pass over my head. It's cool to operate by faith, but according to James 2.26, faith without works is dead. Stop being afraid because the media is saying it's a strain of the flu we've never seen before. It was man-made. So so open up the word of God and toss out scriptures like hand grenades while wearing your face mask and having hand sanitized and having tennis and having sanitized hands. This pestilence that we now see was always a part of God's plan. When Adam and Eve sinned in the garden, they brought death into the world upon all men. But don't fear. Is is it me, or did every other disease seem to disappear? COVID-19 is what the media is pushing out so that every ear can hear, making everybody focus on it, giving it power. But the Bible says no one knows the time nor the hour. It's time for us all to turn from our wicked ways. So stop acting like this is the end of days. When I spit, I spit words of praise. So no matter what comes my way, I won't be moved, I won't be phased. When I spit, I spit verses about a God who can save all nations. Because what I spit is only about us receiving our salvation. When I spit, and that's that piece. The disease is USA, but they quick to deny. Corona. When I hear this word, I think of sickness and health, stupidity and greed, a disease that's been around for hundreds of years. Reminded me of the Black Plague. 
cholera, to Ebola. I mean, how can a common cold mutate to a point to take a life in this day and age? Instead of a solution, the USA so quick to aim and blame. Never to think about following an example that broadcast live for months, shouting out to China. We could have been ahead of the game, but we got a president called Trump the chump. Thinking everything is a joke until lives are lost. Now thinking, oh, am I losing votes? Those who think the government is going to show up door to door to save you now, that's a joke. Now because of panic and confusion, of course, the government delusions, people hoarding certain foods and water causing stores to react to this disorder. By now limiting how much we can buy, what the... Now, kind artists and so-called hustlers are trying to feed off of a disaster by selling a case of water, some toilet paper, and paper towels for 50 bucks a pop. The madness needs to stop. And some people still don't see a threat walking around unprotected. You need to wear a mask and gloves. You, I mean, come on. That is a waste of time. Not watching the news now would be called a crime. Now is the time to ultimately be on your P's and Q's. Don't let paranoia consume you. Stay safe. Keep clean from this disease. Take the necessary precautions. The threat is real. Those who doubt need to open your eyes. Stores are closed. Schools are shutting down. Banks refusing customers' entry. Martial law may be our future. In. Come I don't have an answer, but I choose to survive. And that's always from DSR all damn day. Best until the moment of P-O-E-T. People of extraordinary talent, J-N-K. Stage is now apparent. Why do my people look to the world for answers? I said I'm the only living God. I am Alpha and Omega. I am the beginning and I am the end. You will not worship any other God before me. God said, I am a jealous God. That means that if you say Jesus, do not mention another. It's the power of life and death in our time. So utilize it for the kingdom and stop walking with pride. But give God all glory. Give God his praise. Praising the world, people. Are you going to worship something that has the same ability as you? The world can't take it and the world can't give it. Your breath, imagine if God closed his nostrils in the humanity with this drop. Sometimes we need a wake up call because God said, I fooled thee and thy family in Jeremiah. 
That means we cannot trick God, deceive God, disappoint God, because you know when you were scared that I know God, and you know when you were praising Him in spirit and truth, He knew everything about you before the time of day came. He said to pray for those who are in leadership, but instead of praying, we pray on them. Kind of godly nation do we have? Walking with just a little mustard seed of faith, which is slapped into the TV screen. We curse one another with our words because we say we love one another, but we mentally, we emotionally want to kill one another. It's amazing, amazing that God has to go to heaven. And as we allow it to happen, the church that we say that we're in church is falling just like a we need to stay and stay and be unmovable. Have that muscle shit on me. Because God said, I will never leave you nor forsake you. But if, he's, if we forsake God, then how can we ask him, why me, Lord? Why not you? Is there no other in your pantry? Or am I greater than my servant? And peace. <clears throat> My dear brothers and sisters, I declare that capitalism is the greatest promoter of greed on this earth. I declare that capitalism is the greatest creator of economic inequality on this earth. And I declare that capitalism is the greatest system of exploitation on this earth. In every country where capitalism is, it only benefits the wealthiest 1% of this country's population. Well, the other 99% of us are struggling to make ends meet living off the crumbs. You can't, you can't deny the facts. I can't deny the facts. We're the living proof of the facts. You are not the proof. Ain't no way in the world that the richest nation in this world should not have universal health care for everybody. Ain't no way in the world that insurance companies, pharmacies should charge Exorbitant prices for medications. There ain't no way in the world that our senior citizens should have to choose between buying their groceries or their medicine. There ain't no way in the world that the wealthy and paying their fair share of taxes are benefiting from that bulls on the White House tax cuts. Ain't no way in the world that these landlords should be charging these high rents for these raggedy buildings. Ain't no way in the world that the cost of living is steadily increasing every year. Ain't no way in the world that corporations could pay out hundreds of thousands of dollars worth of bonuses. Yeah, we're fighting to get the minimum wage to $20 an hour. Ain't no way in the world that major league sports teams can get billions of dollars to build new stadiums. Yet, we can't get our rightful reparations? That is a complete aberration, brothers and sisters. It's a shame that our people still experience high levels of poverty. It's a shame that our people still experience high levels of unemployment. It's a shame that our people still experience inequality of wages and salaries. It's a shame that our people still don't have access to adequate medical care. It's a shame that some people can't pay their monthly bills and meet their monthly expenses. And it's a shame that our people spend billions of dollars on something they don't need and not able to afford. We have never experienced economic equality. All we experience here in the is inequality. 
We ain't never experienced the American dream because that's the illusion. Ever since our ancestors were forcibly migrated here from Africa nearly 400 years ago, we continue to experience the American nightmare. That's at peace. When black people love freedom like they love chicken. I said when black people love freedom like they love chicken. See, when black people love freedom like they love chicken, we will begin to search and research who we are and where we came from as a people and a nation. We would drop the last name of our slave masters and call ourselves what God called us by, Israel. He said, if my people which are called by my name will humble themselves and pray, seek my face, turn from their wicked ways, then will I hear their prayers and heal their land. See, y'all got to understand, when black people love freedom like they love chicken, we would stop looking for handouts, but look for a hand up to become independent and self-sufficient. Buy from us, sell to us, and hire us. Circulate black dollars in the black community. See, Asians circulate their doc- dollars 120 times more than, than us. Just go to Chinatown. They have their own clothing stores, their own restaurants, and their own banks. Well, black dollars only stay in the black community for approximately six hours. And the killing part about it is, we have $1.1 trillion worth of purchasing power, and that's spent annually, which compared to another nation's GDP, this would make blacks in America the 16th wealthiest country. See, you got the Chinese doing your pedicures, manicures, and your nails. And the Mexicans, well, they doing your lawn care and cutting your grass. And the Koreans have a monopoly on beauty supply stores while the Arabians are selling you your gas. But if black people love freedom like they love chicken, we would stop Europeanizing ourselves, bleaching our skin. Imagine if black women went on a weave strike. No sew-ins, no hair glue, no chemical relaxers, just natural and nappy. Now, wouldn't you be happy? Now, wouldn't you be happy? And men, I don't know what the hell be on our minds. I can't believe that we've gotten to the point where we need a man weave. Please get a life. And before I get a man weed, and before I get a man weed, I'll cut it all off. Like like Tay Diggs, like 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 Mike Van Diesel, The Rock, Oh My Epps, Common, or Black Ice. See, if we just learn how to be the best version of ourselves and not the image of who society says we should be, then we could be spiritually, mentally, and financially free. See, if we love chicken like we love freedom, we would take back control over our blocks. Do you really want the crime in your community to stop? Then raise your boys to be men instead of murderers and your girl to be women instead of thoughts. See, Tatiana, they just want to see you bust down, bend over. They don't want to look at you in your face. They'd rather see you from behind. But you ain't got to be no bust down, queen. Put on your crown. Know your place. And they figured the best way to kill the movement was to feminize the black man into a woman, turning him from Eric into Evelyn. So they chemically induce your loud marijuana you smoke and the pills you pop with high levels of estrogen. See, when black people love freedom like they love Popeyes, when black people love freedom like they love KFC and churches, when black people love freedom like they love Roscoe's on the West Coast, see, when black people love freedom like they love Uncle Remus on the West Side and Harold's Chicken on the South Side, then watch change become a reality. 
Somebody say, I want to be free. Let today be the day when we manifest freedom as our reality. Ladies and gentlemen, you've been tuned in to Voices Behind the Pants here on POET Radio. I want to do one thing before we get up out of here. I want to unmute everybody because we don't want no poet left behind. If you have been on the line and if you have not had an opportunity or a chance to spit your piece, if you've done it already, cool, we, we've heard you, we're we out of time. But if you have not, if you've been on hold, not if you just called in, but if you've been on hold, and you say, man, black eye skipped over me, purple skipped over me, brother O skipped over me. I'm going to unmute everybody. State your name and say, hey, I haven't gotten a chance to spit yet. Hold on. Let me go ahead and unmute everybody. And let's see. Unmute all. Unmute all. Okay. Everybody's unmuted. Is there anyone on the line? that has not had a chance or an opportunity to get on and spit tonight, chat. State your name. All right. Well, that's how you get 25 people on the line to spit in one night. Uh, let's go ahead and, and, and take this thing out. Brother Oh, give me 30 seconds, brother, just 30 seconds of what you thought about tonight's show. It's a, it's a powerful show. You got so the consciousness, inspirational, and testimonial poetry. Because that's what poetry is all about, expressing itself according to how. So thanks, thanks for this platform. I'll back to Absolutely. you. Absolutely. Okay, Purple, give us 30 seconds uh, about what you thought about the show tonight. Man, it's a nice show with lots of chain. Everybody said powerful pieces. Everybody did their thing. Just want to thank everybody for calling in. My condolences for all those that lost people during this tragic situation. And I just seek life for everybody. And God bless everybody. And don't make this your last time calling in, man. Call in every Monday. Because that's why this show is a war winner. That's why we won an award earlier this year, because of people like you. So keep calling in. Keep making our show what it is. Award winner. God bless all right. Thank you so much. And I want to let you guys know that Purple, she's also calling in from work. So when people take the time out to try to call in and run shows and get on the line and spit while they're at work, you know, we got to show love and appreciation for that. And thank you for that because people will be at home laying in their bed and not even call in and not even share. And it's really not about us for us to call in, for us to be heard, you know what I'm saying, for us to get our accolades and, man, that was a dope piece, and, sister, that was dope, 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 dope. It's about what you can share to inspire other people. You don't know who calling in from across this country and who needs some inspiration and who needs some motivation. And they can hear something that you say. That might prevent them from taking their life safe that night. So let's not get so selfish to think that it's about us to think that, you know, man, I want to just share my new piece tonight. Yeah, that's part of it. But the other part of it, you might be saving somebody's life. So, again, thank you all for tuning in to the four-time national award-winning POET radio. On behalf of Brother O, on behalf of Purple, 
I am your boy, King of Poetry, Black Ice, and you've been tuned in to Voices Behind the Pins 2020 as we celebrate this year, our 10-year anniversary, 10 years on the air. Peace and blessings, everybody, and good night.